0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jessie May. This is the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. I, (laughs) it's so funny. What the fuck? Who is this? No, thank you. I am recording a podcast and I'm uploading a video. People are interrupting me. I'm a busy bitch. I think it's so funny that Whitney Cummings podcast, her like little intro sound is bop, bop, bop. And mine is beep, 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 beep. That's really funny. Uh, Great minds think alike. You should check out her podcast. Good for you. Very, very funny. Funny, funny lady. But now you're at the Sharp Tongue Podcast and I appreciate you. And we have videos available now, exclusive videos available on my Patreon page. You probably know patreon.com forward slash Jessie May Peluso to view this podcast episode's video and all the other ones. Lots of fun. Posting all sorts of fun videos, random things, polls, um, things of of that nature. Lots of fun fucking shit for you guys. I want to give a shout out to, let's see, Andrew Williams, Ashley Dahl, Austin Severson, uh, Carol. Carol's up on the Patreons. Uh, Debbie Delaroso, look at her supporting. Giselle Roy. Who else do we have? Jeron Ski Rat? Ski What is that name? I appreciate you. As always, Johnny C for your support. I appreciate you. Uh, We've got my mom. (laughs) See, if my mom's on Patreon... You guys can be on Patreon. My girl Shannon B's up in the Patreon. Uh, let's see, giving some shout outs to you guys. I appreciate you so much. Zachary Rice, thank you guys for your support. Those are just a few people who have been supporting the Patreon from day one. OGs, oh, appreciate you guys. And uh, if you want to watch Bong in a movie, Our videos will be coming out very soon. That's going to be available on YouTube. I'm so excited. The first movie is Battlefield Earth. The audio is available on this podcast, but the video will be available. Hopefully, it's going to be done this week. I'm having an amazing graphic artist create an intro. We're making a legit show. It's going to be out weekly. It was Rogan's idea, and I am so excited. It's been a fun venture and Honestly, who doesn't want a reason to like smoke a bong and watch a movie? So if you're like, what the fuck is bong in a movie? It's my new show that's coming out. I'm going to be smoking a bong, watching a movie. It's a movie companion episode. Um, so basically you queue up the movie of the week, which will be predetermined. And we'll queue it up on the show and you can watch me Discuss it, or you can listen to me discuss it. It's like a director's cut, but with my loud ass, crazy mouth giving you my opinions on the episode <laughs> or not the episode of the movie. <laughs> so, those will be available weekly on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Jessie May Peluso. And thank you for all of you new people. I have so many new subscribers. Thanks to Rogan. His reach is so far and I feel so grateful that you guys are here with me. Thank you to my new YouTube subscribers and obviously my new Patreon subscribers and all of you guys who have been supporting me from day one. It means the world. We're in a weird time right now and I know a lot of you guys are probably struggling. I'm experiencing my own struggles so I'm happy to provide you with weekly entertainment. And by you supporting me, I'm able to do that. So thank you so much. I feel like one fortunate bitch. I really, really do. It feels good to know I've got an audience still and you guys are going on this quarantine ride with me. And you know what? I think it's, I think, I think it's a successful day. Let's see, it's 3.09 uh, Pacific time here. I haven't had a fucking drop of alcohol. And that's pretty impressive, but also I feel like a failure. That I haven't. So I'm going to have to get a glass of wine. You guys know I'm going to have to get a glass of wine. You know it's going to be our daily red. It's going to be delicious. I I just. I feel like day drinking is a necessity. <laughs> and I'm not condoning alcoholism. Please control yourself. Figure out your limit. But if a bitch wants a glass of wine. At like noon or even 1130. Go ahead. Go ahead girl. Get that fucking wine, put those feet up, read that book that's been sitting on your nightstand for 14 years, and do a little you time. It's okay to take a little you time and have a little fun. Speaking of fun, this episode is so much fun. It's with my podcast partner, my my work husband, the one, the only Mark McGrath's bottom from Sirius XM, Mr. Mike Tully. <laughs> comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me
1: okay you ready to start this show Funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before. He's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Oh, nice. oh, yay. Yay. Coming to you live on tape from week 11 of quarantine. From an above-ground basement in rapidly gentrifying Culver City, adjacent California, boasting stylish and tasteful white wall-to-wall carpeting. This is the Tully Show. I am your host Mike Tully. Joining me today once again from her pants optional Los Angeles home studio, the host of the Sharp Tongue Podcast, the stand-up comedy world's resident cool stoner and the people's champ. Hello and welcome back, comedian Jesse Mepuluso.
0: Oh, comedian, you're so yep. PC. I just can't be comedian. We got to have actors and actresses. It's got to mm. be. What? How do you know how I identify now, Tully? How do you know I'm not? Um uh, uh, Z, G, Zhu whatever the you know, how do you know how I identify in twenty twenty? See I, I actually feel like
1: I'm bucking the PC trend by calling you comedian because I know that your kind, people who identify as ladies, uh don't don't care for that.
0: You know, it's not so much that I don't care for it. I don't see the necessity. I guess no, people Regular people need the label. I'm. I just get just. I just get stressed out with all the labels.
1: I just. I think it's fun and old timey, and I introduce everybody in the most old timey way I possibly can. I call comedians funny man, and if I would stick an esquire on the end of your name, if I had the slightest idea what that meant.
0: I really enjoy. I, I enjoy your intros, and I also enjoy. You know, it's it's a surprise every time. I'm the cool stoner aunt. I'll take that.
1: I think it's the role you were born to play.
0: I do too. You know, I, when I go visit my sister, I'm like the Zen, which is strange to be because I'm not normally Zen in any other aspect of my life. But I go there and I'm like, everybody chill out. Mom, take an edible. Kids, chill out. Everybody just chill the fuck out.
1: It's funny because you would have in an earlier, simpler time been the aunt that would have not giving kids weed, but sm- <laughs> give it, smoke the first joint with them.
0: Yes. I'm but that now, person.
1: Like, you are that person, but that is a role that we no longer need in our society. Kids are, can get their you, hands on.
0: Did you just tell me I'm no longer needed in society? No, I'm
1: just saying kids can get their own drugs.
0: Well, they can, but do we want them to? You know, I'm no, going to be that no. aunt that's like, hey, come into the basement.
1: Right. Because it's not so much about being the drug dealer it's about being the drug sherpa
0: i am i am your i am my niece and nephew's drug sherpa they just don't know it yet or maybe they do i don't know i mean how old how old, how old are they two and four so it's, yeah no we're you shouldn't be there. sherping them just yet. <laughs> you stick to your side of town and i'll stick to my side of town okay i mean what's my the daughter, difference besides my daughter
1: keeps stealing beer and i i still feel like she's a little young
0: Oh, it's cute. Give her a little sip. My dad used to give me she, sips she, of his beer. Yeah, but that's the thing: is a sip's not enough for her. Well, she's got a problem. She probably should get into the twelve step program.
1: Given that she weighs about like twenty seven pounds, I don't even feel good about watching her finish the whole beer we
0: give her. <laughs> I remember what beer tasted like as a kid. I remember my dad serving mm-hmm. me beer and being like, this is gross, but I think it's going to be my friend one day. I think I'm really right. going to enjoy it. That's so I, fucking funny.
1: I love when you get those. And, and I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Were you ever a smoker?
0: No. Oh, I, had okay. a, I had a pack of menthol uh, or like marble menthols for a week in high school. I thought I was so cool. I was like, "Come on!" I wasn't even hailing. And like, yeah, I'm a smoker. I picked up a habit.
1: I'm just so stressed, man. Finals.
0: Yeah, God, life is so hard. You know, I mean, what kind of cheese am I gonna put in my sandwich? And like, I haven't even sucked a dick yet, so I'm just like putting this in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Because every now and again, with
1: a cigarette, and I think every cigarette smoker would know what I'm talking about. As someone who was habitually for a long time, and then and then finally cut it out. Every now and again you would get a hit that would taste like one of your first early cigarettes and I still get that with beer sometimes too. Every now and again it doesn't matter like what what brand it is you're drinking or whatever you just get a sip and you're like this is what beer this is what OG beer tasted like. Do you ever get that?
0: Oh, I mean, I think addicts get that and I think it's just, it's oh. a it's the reward to your habitual behavior. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. your brain being like, "Hey, remember this old friend?" Mm. Remember this? We should start this at 8 a.m. So is this your way of coming out? all
1: over again.
0: I guess so. Are you Gary Busey? You know,
1: it's funny because when I would go to the uh, doctor when I was a young person, when I really did drink an awful lot, but not a whole, whole lot more than most people that I knew in New York, I always kind of prided myself on being... Frank, with, you know, you'd know, you fill out the form and you went to a new doctor and it'd be like, do you smoke? And I'd be like, yeah. And they're like, how much? And I would tell them the honest answer. And then they would say, do you drink? And of course I said, yes. And then they'd say, how many drinks per week? And I'd add it up and I'd be like, 40, uh, which was like a legitimate. <laughs> Jesus, and then you told your doctor the, doctor, the truth. I, I, that's the funny thing is they can't handle the truth. They really cannot handle.
0: <laughs> Our healthcare system can't handle the truth.
1: Yeah. The Forget the doctors. Of, the they don't want of to know. 20 something functional alcoholism.
0: It's such a beautiful thing, though. Isn't it, drinking in your 20s? What a beautiful gift. Because by the time you get to your mid 30s, your liver's like, mm mm, mm mm. Like, I had a yeah. glass and a half of wine last night. I woke up this morning. I felt like I, a fucking truck had run me over. What? Well, you, you look great I am glowing I'm glowing from the inside It's probably the wine acids burning away my, my pigment But I'll go with it I'm running That's with great. it I'm feeling mm-hmm. good You Are know you what I learned? Good? I am what? feeling good. good You know what I learned today? I did a little Googling I share a birthday with Mickey Rourke <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? That I look like him when I wake up? That's the funny part. No, that you said Mickey Rourke, but I heard Mickey Rooney. You did? Yeah. Who's Mickey Rooney?
1: Would that have been better? You don't know who Mickey
0: Rooney is? Oh, Mickey Rooney, the old guy. He was so cute.
1: Mickey Rooney is a two foot tall man who was the biggest movie star in the world from like 1938 to 1941.
0: Oh, and he, he was just so adorable. And as a young boy, he was adorable. He was an adorable man. Look at his little face. Are you kidding Uh me? Yeah. Look at that.
1: He was um, he was America's co-sweetheart along with I think him and Shirley Temple made movies yes. Together? There's
0: him and Shirley Temple right I here. Know. Oh wait, no, that's that's Judy Garland. That's him and Judy Garland.
1: Oh, maybe it was him and Judy Garland that made uh, they were like uh...
0: A comedic duo. They were very yeah. funny together. That's so. That, is that you and I? Are Plucky. you Mickey? Are you Mickey Pluck. Rourke? No, I'm Mickey Rourke. You're Mickey Rooney. <laughs> 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 Who is your Who's your celebrity doppelganger?
1: Oh, uh, I know the answer to this. Now, you're going to laugh at me when I tell you the first one because it's the more well-known one because oh, I know I don't look like this person, but I have been compared more than once, not many times, but more than once to Ed Norton.
0: Uh, there's an there's a aorta of resemblance, mm. like a small, yeah. maybe him fresh out of rehab. You got that he vibe. And I,
1: he and I have, have parted. I think it may have been more true at a certain point in each of our distant pasts.
0: I can't see who else have people told you? Because I can't see okay, maybe I look maybe like a methy Ben Affleck.
1: Methy? I'm he's just, just the, he, he's the methy Ben Affleck. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, kids, don't smoke you, weed. <laughs> I, seriously.
1: <laughs> you can tell me how you don't smoke again, Wheezy Jefferson. I was like a tritone wheeze. It was like a Gregorian coral. Harmony it sound, wheeze.
0: It sounded like three different creatures coming out of my throat.
1: Three different creatures, like the the emphysema boys choir. <laughs> okay, who I look like is, uh, and we'll do we'll do you after this. Is oh, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. I look like one of the. Do you know the Duplases?
0: Who? Well, yeah. Your references are so specific. Who I'm is just that? telling
1: you, I led with Ed Norton because I know I don't look like him. But you know what? When um, Gladiator first came out, I right when I stopped <gasps> shaving, and more than one person told me they're like, "You look like that guy from that movie, that Gladiator."
0: Gerard Which Butler. Is... No, he was the Gladiator. No, he was not. Oh no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. He was of the. He was the thinking 300. 300. Yeah. Same. Same role. Different. No, movie. when I.
1: When I take my shirt off, I'm often compared to George Butler in the 300. <laughs> okay. Now, so Russell Crowe, people told me for a minute, which is ludicrous. And Ed Norton, people have told me, which is ludicrous. But I That's actually so weird. look like, there's there's two movie-making Duplass brothers. There's Mark and then the other one. And you can look him up. And I've interviewed him
0: before. Uh, Duplass brothers. I'm looking him up right now. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I- know them. This mm-hmm. guy's face it's just the kind of face you kind of want to punch though a little bit.
1: I yeah, yeah, I don't I would like to think that my expression is not as frequently punchable as his, but I I could be wrong.
0: You don't have this punchable of a face either one. Either both of them I want to give them okay. a hard closed yeah. fist right to the chin.
1: Right, but I think that's just because I'm a failure. I think if <laughs> I had Also known- if I, if I were a, a Hollywood wonder kid darling who could snap my finger and get things made, you might catch me making a that's right motherfucker face in my press photo as well.
0: You might. But have you ever... Who hugs their brother like this?
1: It's really weird. <laughs> it's
0: so weird. I don't, I, don't,
1: I don't have a brother, but if I did, I wouldn't touch him.
0: <laughs> they like paid a photographer to take pictures of them hugging each other. It's really cute. It's, I'm I'm yeah. projecting. I'm projecting. I've been told I look like a bunch of different people. I'm, I'm interested to see who you think I look like because you've seen me in the flesh.
1: I have. We've met in real life. Yeah, we're real, great, we're real. We're real friends. Of the, one of the great
0: thrills of my life. <laughs> we're real friends who only see each other in podcasting form.
1: Wait, let me tell you one more, though, because you know who I really, really look like is, you know, Chris O'Dowd?
0: You do look like... Yeah. Cr- okay, that one makes sense.
1: I even have the same like like fucked up weird, like broken, but never actually broke it Irish nose.
0: Yeah, you do, you do, your nose was never broken. I assumed it got punched in high school. Okay, here's what's funny about that. Kind of, kind of. <laughs>
1: you, so you've assumed that I have a broken nose because if I'm... Because I can either... either I, we're, we're on video right now. Either I can look at you or my nose can look at you. But I can't do both at the same time, right? You got,
0: you got a strong beak. It's a good feature.
1: Kind of a Roman nose for somebody who's 100% Irish.
0: I this is definitely a doppelganger. Look at that.
1: Yeah, oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Eyes sure. Eyes kind of close together. He's just a bigger me.
0: Yeah, he, you guys have the same nose. He could be if we did. Uh, if,
1: if like if, if if I for some reason got like a everybody loves Mike. He could be my Brad Garrett. Absolutely.
0: I mean, look at him here. This you guys could be brothers here. Look at this.
1: Oh, there's so many drunk photos of me that where I'm making that exact same punchable face.
0: Yeah, I mean Chris, uh, Chris O'Dowd or Chris, D- D- Chris hey, is O'Dowd. It's
1: is just—is it just Chris Dowd? I don't know.
0: Oh, Chris O'Dowd—he's definitely a gotcha. day drinker. He's got the face of a day drinker, and I'm not judging. Did you
1: ever, did you ever watch IT Crowd? That shows phenomenal. I haven't, but his, I heard it's good. It's really, really good. That's his uh, British sitcom.
0: Oh, okay. We need more of those. Uh, I had a
1: point. We
0: were talking. You—you you didn't tell. You have to tell me who I look like. You. I hear another child screaming in the background.
1: You for sure do. It's that time of the day. It's the witching hour.
0: You can never be a cam girl. You're like, oh, yeah. And in the background saying, like, I'm not mommy.
1: See, the <laughs> funny thing is I thought the kids screaming in the background was going to be a drawback when I started camming. But <laughs> it just in this day and age, man, it's just about finding your niche and hammering it.
0: Yeah. If, you're, if your butthole's holds your niche, hammer it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's my my my, my niche is getting bigger all the time.
0: So is mine. I mean, you're preaching to the choir. You, what celebrities have you been? Do you want me to tell you who I've been told? Compared
1: to, because I'm always you can't do this to women because even if I were if I if I go too attractive, like if I just say, oh, you look exactly like you know, I don't know, like
0: J Lo. I know you can say it. If I just Everyone say you look like, says J-Lo. like
1: like Nev Campbell, like you're not gonna believe me. Gr-
0: gross. I mean first <laughs> of all thing,
1: If I just say something stupid that Nev it, Campbell,
0: it, can I get like I an updated one? Can I get JLo?
1: Is she well, I guess she is current again, but I look
0: each, just like her.
1: Their respective heydays overlapped quite a bit. You can't, you you can't win comparing women to anything. And I just realized that belatedly. And I'm not going to fall into this trap. You you can't. You
0: you can't. You're at such a good point. You cannot. Women will find a way to be offended by anything you say. If you say we we look good, we're like, why? You never say that. Why? Why do I look good? What's so good about how I look? No, tell me. I want to know how I look good. It's really strange. I'll take right. compliments. no. You're like it,
1: complicating women. Uh, com- complimenting women is like complimenting Joe Pesci and Goodfellas.
0: <laughs> oh, God, is, is this is your quarantine material. It's true though. <laughs> it's fucking <okay>, true. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with that scene, you might want to check it out. It's a good movie.
1: Oh yeah, I, we're recommending Goodfellas officially.
0: Absolutely, and you can't watch it on TV. Not that anybody can do that anymore. But you need the swear words. Um, yep. I'll take a compliment. I'm not that girl. Like, I'll take a compliment. I don't care if it comes from a child with special needs or a homeless person. They mean it. They have heart. I'll take it from anybody. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. You tell, know.
1: Tell me what you've heard, and I'll, I'll honestly okay. give you. a...
0: I've heard the most. I've heard is Sandra Bullock. I've heard Sandra Bullock for years. I also have heard Bridget. Bridget Fonda. Fonda. Hmm. Hmm. Wait. A little bit here. I also have heard who's a chick from Natural Born Killers? Juliette Lewis.
1: Oh, uh, that we're getting warmer now. That's um, that's, the, that's the I would say Fonda third, uh, Sandy second,
0: Elijah Duke Kuthu, Cuth- Duth- Duth- Duth-
1: Duth- <laughs> Hollywood legend Elijah Duth, Kuthu,
0: <laughs> 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 Elijah Kuch-Duth? Elijah is a douche. What's her name? Elijah Kuthu, Kudu- uh,
1: Eliza Dushku.
0: Dushku? Oh, wait, no, that's not the one. I'm pretty sure it's Dushku. Not Eliza. Eliza, The girl who played the girl next door. Do you remember that movie?
1: Nope. Elisa Cuthbert.
0: You say no, and then you come with the name. I knew you'd remember. Is that right? Yes. Of course it's right. Yes. I, I literally,
1: I have so much information in my brain that I wish I could scalpel out so that I could replace it with things that I need to remember and cannot. Like, I don't know who... Elisa Cuthbert is nope. The photo means absolutely nothing to me. I have no a, idea what that is. But does it look is. like
0: does it look like me though?
1: No, that yeah, looks see, like the chick from Homeland with a with a butt chin implant.
0: Well, I'm I'm looking to get one of those for sure. You would, you know, I you think, don't think Sandra Bullock. Let me pull I her think, up.
1: I, I you know I just watched uh, for the Jason Ellis show. I just watched for the first time uh, Demolition Man, so I know exactly what Sandy. I know what the original Sandra Bullock looked at, like before.
0: I mean, come on, Tully.
1: Do you Okay, do you want to look like Sandra Bullock? Yes, you look precise. Oh, my, wait, is that a photo of you that that's, you're showing me that's, right now? That's
0: Sandra Bullock. Oh,
1: that's Sandra Bullock? Wow, I guess I'd never noticed what a <laughs> stunning similarity there was. You know, oh, there, sometimes... No, that, now there you are. Now I get it, yeah.
0: Sometimes I forget that your sarcasm is so good. I was like, yeah, it's Sandra Bullock. Like, yeah, like I believed you didn't think it was Sandra Bullock. And I'm going to take it. I'm gonna That's take it charming. and I'm gonna shove it dark, deep down in that dark spot that I I need to have fulfilled. Okay, now here's a real here's something that really looks like me. This is this was her character from, um, uh, what was that movie with that big, big Mike? Remember f- for that football movie?
1: Oh yeah, uh, I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was a yeah. book,
0: right? What was it? Big, the-
1: big, big, fat left tackle.
0: That's not the name of the movie.
1: My big fat.
0: <laughs> My big fat Greek. African American son. <laughs> What's that fucking movie? The Blind
1: Side is what the it was called.
0: The Blind Side. Yes, I look. That's I looked like her for years from The Blind Side.
1: I'm still getting more of the natural born killer lady because
0: actually think you you Lewis, of, let's pull you you her up.
1: Can't help it that when somebody's like their energy. Is somewhat similar to the because I don't get I don't think your energy is very similar to Sandra Bullock's but I could definitely see you uh robbing a, a gas station with a shotgun
0: <laughs> like that energy <laughs> there you go I could definitely I could definitely you know maybe pass as a murderer is that what you're saying I don't look anything like her I look here's her with right, Brad right. Pitt <gasps> She was such a babe when she was... Look look at see, that See,
1: that photo that we're looking at right now, which almost nobody can see but us, that is far and away the closest photo to you. Thank that you. you.
0: That's when she was me. like 20. So thank you so much. Thank well, you. you. Appreciate it.
1: You have a very youthful energy about you. And I think that's something I associate with her is that she has like a youthful joie de vivre that she carries with her even in her advancing years.
0: A joie de vivre? I'm sorry. Do we speak yeah. French on the clap now? The clap. And now, here's the thought. I think that the C-L-A-P, I think it should be an acronym. Something, something, something podcast. Oh, right. The the cool, cool, le, 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 loving
1: lesbian.
0: The 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 cool lesbian
1: coronavirus. There's
0: only one. There's only okay. Coronavirus. <laughs> the the coronavirus l- leaking ad podcast. I hate when
1: people work backwards on acronyms. <laughs> it's a pet peeve of mine.
0: What, what do it you works mean? Like out, when that? <laughs> like okay. Now we'll leave it up to the listeners. You guys, if you want to come up with what the clap could stand for, you have to send yeah. it to us after Tully like, posts this episode.
1: Like the dare program. Did you have dare when you were in school?
0: Yeah, like. D- it, but here's the thing.
1: Like it was drugs are. Really? Really. It's, there's got to be a bad in excellent. there somewhere. Drugs, it's are, like, drugs really, are really excellent. <laughs> I'm sure we all. Drugs are really
0: excellent. It was the. the uh, what was it? Come
1: drug on, avoidance.
0: Drug and the drug something for. Oh, I can't believe I have to Google this.
1: You ever you knew? I never knew.
0: You never knew. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna type up dare meaning, and I'm gonna guess it. The drug awareness. What would R stand for? Re, real. Election.
1: Responsibility.
0: The drug. Like maybe oh. it
1: could have been like drug awareness responsibility and. But nothing starts with E, man. What would E be?
0: What would the drugs E be? Are so good. The well, Drug Awareness get... Friendship Expedition. The Drug Abuse Resistance Education. <laughs> See, no, right. here's, here's an argument. They made it work. I don't know what came first, the acronym or the word DARE, because I doubt oh, they were like, I dare ya. I doubt no, they D- started D- with DARE.
1: It was DARE to keep kids off drugs. Which also is really clunky, but that oh, was the whole thing. It is
0: clunky because you're challenging me. Uh, do you not know anything about a growing human? We love challenges. It's all we face all the time. It's just growing right. is one big challenge. I'm,
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off those monkey bars and then I'm going to smoke some angel dust. <laughs>
0: <laughs> childhood. <gasps> childhood could be the C. The C for clap could be childhood. Oh, Tully, I know what the C stands for. Are you ready? Um, Chalk full yeah. of nuts Is that too much Maybe
1: maybe we can get them to sponsor us
0: That would be great You guys have to tell us what the clap should stand for We'll let you do it The P should be podcast but the CLA is up for debate
1: Yeah 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 The P seems like it's sort of spoken <laughs> for
0: <laughs> I love a good acronym No I don't know why Because it's a challenge It's a fucking challenge Yeah it's I, I, Are you going to dare your kids my... to stay off drugs
1: no, I'm not. I I actually often think about how I'm going to ease them into drug use.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think it's a really smart, progressive European approach.
1: I'm positive my wife is going to do mushrooms with at least my son.
0: Soon? Because can I come over?
1: <laughs> I won't be here. That scares the hell out of me.
0: I've got mushrooms but in my spice cabinet.
1: I've got some mushrooms too. I don't really know what to do with them. I tried eating them and I don't... I just... There was a time, it's so disappointing. I've been over this a million times. I don't need I know. to believe it. But, but it was so good. And then it just went so wrong. And, and and it it pains me. I would actually like to think that maybe at some point I'll get to some sort of finish line emotionally, psychologically in life where I'm like, you know what? You won some. You lose some. You You lost some. But this is it. It wasn't so bad. What do you really have to freak out about? And then I'll finally relax somewhere comfortable. I'll (laughs) pour a cup of tea and I'll eat, uh, you know, a sixteenth of an ounce of mushrooms. In 45 minutes, I'll be like, all right, impending death. (laughs) That's what you have to worry about.
0: It's the worst.
1: Knowing that you're going to die?
0: No, just that feeling.
1: Oh, bad trip? Yeah. 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 It's even worse. I agree. I agree.
0: It's the worst the worst thing in the world but have you tried microdosing
1: yeah, that was that's why I have a bag of them upstairs right now. I've got like a pretty impressive little assortment of drugs for somebody who doesn't really do them because right. I don't do them because All I get right. my hands I get my hands on them here, there, and everywhere. And then I like I, I'm enough of like a reformed junkie that I can't I'm not going to get rid of drugs. And I kind of like having a box that I can open and be like, oh, I could do this or I could do this or I could do this. But the point is, I just look at it and put them back away until it comes up a year later when I'm taking out Christmas ornaments or something like that. Jesus, Narcos. But yeah, I tried the. I was. It's funny. Yesterday, I was at the place where I started microdosing, which is the first place I was by myself, and I like wanted to go to nature. I know a really good place to do mushrooms in Los Angeles. Where? And, uh, Grif-
0: Griffith Griffith Observatorium. Is that a word? The Griffith Park Observatory.
1: Uh, I, I don't know that I would... Yeah, I guess you could do them at the observatory. Griffith Park, in general, is a great big park. That's... That's generally a good place. Oh, it's I mean, not your I, place. My place is, it's, uh, this is not going to mean anything to almost anybody listening to this, but do you know Kenneth Hahn?
0: The Kenneth Hahn Park? Yeah. Yeah, that's right on the, like, it's on kind of on the west side ish.
1: No, it's by La Cienega, like yeah. going down to the 405. Apparently, I only learned this yesterday because when you travel around with like a 18 month old, or she's actually almost two, I got to stop saying that. You see lots and lots of details because they move so goddamn slow and then retrace their steps and then find a rock and then lose the rock and they get pissed that they lost the rock, et cetera, et cetera. I read up a plaque. It had been a reservoir. And at one point in like the early sixties, the reservoir gave and it was like, there were deaths.
0: Like a flood. Mm -hmm. How did the reservoir give? Like did the ground around it get loose?
1: It was some combination of maybe faulty materials and a series of small earthquakes, because that's where we're living. And And so the
0: water came flooding down?
1: It flooded uh, from La Brea to La Cienega up. The street names don't mean anything to anybody, but yeah, lives were lost. Homes were destroyed, and they said, well, let's just make this a place for people to do mushrooms.
0: Well, Godspeed. Thank you for that flood because we need places to do mushrooms. Yeah, I mean, this is
1: a solid spot.
0: Why not just your backyard like after your kids are asleep? Do you have a backyard?
1: I do not have a backyard. The
0: lovely life of living in the city, of living in know. a city where rent is the equivalent of someone's student loans. It is mm-hmm. so exorbitant here. Don't, do you ever think or daydream about living in a rural like existence? I try
1: to think about that. I don't really know where I'd want to, to go I've definitely spent a lot of time now thinking if things are going to like fundamentally change in our culture moving forward which I'm an optimist I'm not a pessimist I think that we will put what's going on right now in the rearview mirror we will assimilate it into without forgetting you know our, our notion of reality in the world that we live in in the same way that we did with like terrorism and September 11th and stuff like that but you can't help but wonder if this town's going down like yeah I feel the like, same. Like, like for example, New York. I love New York. New York is in my bones, and I always felt kind of bummed out that I got there after the glory days, which were to most people the shitty part. Like you knew all these people, like oh, so and so's got a loft in Soho, and they just squatted there in 1978, and they right. lived next door to Basquiat, and now they still live there, and it costs you know it would cost 20 million dollars if they sold it um not even just because I, I want to own an expensive place but because you know uh, all of the the culture and the cool stuff that was going on there but now it's gotten kind of silly and you know the gap has moved in and and it's got become sort of a Disney-fied version of itself but like if New York went to if I was living in New York and New York went to shit I'd be like oh cool the glory days are back
0: right it would just be like a retro experience yeah.
1: Yeah, all the losers who moved here after friends went back (laughs) home to to cry into their mama. This is great.
0: If there is a city to survive a, you know, societal, like, cataclysmic sort of push backwards, it would be New York.
1: Yeah, right. Whereas L.A., I've honestly grown to love Los Angeles, but uh, I think by putting roots down here and having, like, cool memories I associate with my kids and stuff like that, but, like, if this wasn't a cool place to work, there's... the 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 negatives of this place would really start to bum me out oh yeah and i'd have to i'd have to get gone and uh, i've given some thought to like i wouldn't want to do a shittier version of my life now i would want (laughs) to just i would i would just want to cut the cord and be like well i never thought this was going to happen but i'm going to make lemonade out of lemons i'm going to lead a new phase of my life that i had never expected never planned on i'm just going to Um, change careers become an avocado grower and just become a whole different me and see what that's all about like what is your notion or plan of not avocado i think it's something else but what is your notion or plan of what you would do if life as we know it not civilization crumbles but you know like tough times depression nobody really needs to see the funny lady making the stoner jokes you know at, at the chuckle hut
0: are you sure are you Maybe. sure? Because there's probably at least 22 people that are like, "Uh excuse me, I would. My if, version if we, of Haven beyond this immediate moment, I see it. It's a, it's a cabin. It's been in every fucking movie, every action movie, where like the guy who's retired, the retired CIA guy lives in this cabin on a beautiful lake, and he wakes up in the morning, he has his coffee, he's fly fishing, there's dogs, and he's got llamas. That's me. I'm that guy. In a cabin, I'm pregnant, I'm on my, uh-huh. my sixth kid, I've got llamas, Larry and Gregory, they're twins, they're ro- roaming free, free range llamas, I got chickens, okay. I, I got even I, a werewolf, I'm, I'm not done, I have a werewolf, There's a were, I, I have mystical creatures, Loch Ness, Nessie, Yeah. my emotional support, mystical creatures in, in the lake.
1: You're right there at the lake, you may as well have a, a Nessie.
0: And Sasquatch. Now I'm done. Those are all the animals. Those I, I'm I'm on. It's like I'm Joe Exotic, but the nice kind. <laughs> so I was with you
1: when you were just like the retired law enforcement official and former Marine who gets pulled out of your idyllic existence yeah. for one last for one last
0: job. One last I, job, Rick. I don't know if I could do it. I don't even right. know if I if I know how to fly the chopper. And he opens a barn, and it's a fucking.
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess where you, where you threw me off a little bit is where you mentioned that Rick has got five kids with a sixth on the way.
0: It's 2027, Mike. You have to realize that shit is changed. You know, men are women. Women are men. I'll be able mm-hmm. to have, ba- I'll be able to become a man and have babies. And then like, I won't need to get married because I, I would have, I have both.
1: So you're a self impregnating man.
0: I am a. Who chooses
1: to just keep on knocking yourself up over and over again? Yeah,
0: slut. I'm also just a. Can't say no to me. I can't can't say no to myself. Rick's all man. I'm there on a farm. I Mm -hmm. want the family life. That's what I want. Beyond this, if this city crumbles, fucking hell, I'm gone. I'm gone. Bye. If if Hollywood's like, mm, I guess we're going to Zoom from now on. We can no longer do production. I'm Zooming my ass from some other greener pasture.
1: Yeah. But where? But where? Really?
0: Probably Colorado. You think so? Yeah. That's okay. what, my, my man's that's a got answer. some roots there. So we'll go there. He builds stuff. He can build things. I'll make semi-decent dinners. And I have a whole yard filled with creatures.
1: Right. Yeah. All of these mystical creatures and... And children that you've made asexually. Yes. It's every, it's every one man woman's dream.
0: <laughs> I will literally, I will break standards. People Magazine will come back just to write an article about me. It'll be a just feature with me on the front. But People's,
1: People Magazine still exists.
0: Well, I mean, it'll go down and then it'll come back just for this feature.
1: Oh, I see. We're coming out of retirement. Yeah.
0: Because Rick is back. We got the back. inside
1: scoop on Rick.
0: Rick is back and it's just me on the on the cover and a flannel and a mustache and I'm in my third truck. The,
1: the crazy thing is I can't picture the life you're describing, but I can easily picture <laughs> the people magazine cover that you are.
0: Right. It's just like it's like it's kind of like American gothic, but I'm alone. <laughs> it's just me oh, in a oh, pitchfork. Yeah, it's just me oh. in a pitchfork. <laughs> It's me and a Which, pitchfork. I doubt I doubt Derek would would want to date a woman who became a man. But we'll see. He's a very open man. He's a very loving man. So maybe he'll love all gonna, me as a man.
1: We're all going to have to uh, open our minds a little bit as yeah. we move into this poke, post-apocalyptic future.
0: This post-pocket pocket Pokemon future. That's right. Was that the remix? <laughs> I wonder where...
1: It's going to be tough when... Uh, Because like, I can handle the shame and embarrassment and futility of life uh, being unable to fend for myself, but it's going to shame me so much to be unable to fend for myself in front of my children and be unable to fend for my children. Yes. Because that's... I keep on thinking about this one weird lady that... And I think she was weird.
0: I'm right I took, here. I
1: took a... Uh, <laughs> uh you kind of look like her kind of like a uh, bridget fonda <laughs> i was i went to uh, belize and we have mentioned this to you recently and there was just i went to this one crazy little island that had like probably less than 200 full-time occupants and it had like a restaurant we went to the restaurant and you know when you go to like the crazy exotic out of the way place and you like pick up the real estate thing the circular and you're like my god dude do you know that you could actually get a place here for like sixty five thousand dollars? yeah and then you go home and you're like what the fuck is wrong with me who the hell would actually do that but when we were there we found the lady who had actually done that she'd gone like fully native and she was like raising kids and i don't think there was a school on this minuscule speck of of uh, of an island in the caribbean so i think that she was like like homeschooling or something and it was a very 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 humble operation that she had going on there but all of a sudden i'm just like maybe she was the one who had this actually all figured out this is definitely like the biggest like chest bump victory lap ever for uh for doomsday preppers
0: yeah i think so too absolutely like they people are, who are doing pumped. it they are like fucking told you That's they're right. just I'm they're opening pacing in their the bunker good, the
1: good corned beef hash tonight
0: Who wants peaches? You guys want canned peaches for dessert?
1: I actually think they're better than fresh.
0: (laughs) They're just pacing around in their bunker, just taking inventory every day. We only have 672 cans of beans left.
1: Right. They're chickpeas. We're only good for 14 months.
0: Bro, I don't know if we got enough for 14 months, man. We might need to get some more potatoes from the farmer's market. We're not fucking purchasing anything.
1: (laughs) We're not going up there. We don't need it.
0: I mean, I would. uh, this makes me want to be a doomsday prepper. I just want like a pantry filled with stuff and like snacks. It would all be gone. Like I wouldn't be prepared. I just would have everything and then I would use it all and it would all be gone. And my knives would be broken. For what reason? I don't know because I don't know how to use knives. Every time I open a knife. (laughs) Because
1: I think they're can openers.
0: (laughs) My boyfriend got me this like, I mentioned it once. I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to have like a buck knife. And so he got me one, Wait, and it's the which kind. One's, which
1: one's a buck knife? Hold on. It kind Keep of talking.
0: a buck knife is the one that kind of closes and latches, and you got to push a little pin in or something, and it opens. So it has like a little trap door per se to open it. So he gave it to me, and then are, are you sure
1: you're not describing a switchblade?
0: No, it's not a switchblade. I'm not. This isn't the the Jets. <laughs> this isn't a Broadway play. <laughs> when you reject you're a jet all the way anyways I'm a thespian um I opened the knife to like I don't know what I was doing chopping you know if you have a knife you just look for shit to stab and I I cut myself just opening it I was like kah, ah, ah, kah, ah, kah, like stab myself I've stabbed myself with every knife I've ever had like that
1: my wife owned uh, a butterfly knife when I met her
0: oh shit yeah damn I mean, she, she, she got- a ninja I don't
1: think so. I think she's just more of a thug.
0: Yeah, that's some that's some like bone thug and harmony shit.
1: Yeah, I know they stopped her trying to get on a plane with it one time.
0: Those are the ones you kind of like right? You like flip it open if and you're,
1: it. If you're good at it, I think most of the time you just Is it cut how she yourself. met How how she and I met? Yeah,
0: like did you we, did we she whip Cra- it out?
1: We met on Craigslist and she was unarmed at the time. But we couldn't find the uh, the butterfly knife for a Wait, long back, time, and then mm-hmm. back
0: up, back back. What? We have to back the train up a couple stops. Go ahead. You're just gonna plow over the fact that you said you met your wife on Craigslist. Were you selling it? What kind of couch did you have?
1: I had. Did you, you go to funny? sell
0: a couch and you guys boned on it? You little minx.
1: Uh, I tried to rent her a room, in a house.
0: In her vagina.
1: In Silver Lake, close.
0: <laughs> For those of you who don't understand LA geography, you'll still get that joke. <laughs> Do
1: you know what's funny? The, uh, the, the entire like the roof, the ceiling of the room that I was trying to rent her eventually collapsed on the person who did end up taking it. What? It was such a crappy room. It was like made out of plywood and cardboard. This Wait, in, this so entire house. Mm-hmm.
0: You mean to tell me that you met your wife as a potential roommate off a of Craigslist Yes. So how so she didn't move in with you? No. Then what got what what where in your Oh, I
1: I made my move. As soon as I met her, I just really I I loved like uh I I just I just loved what she was was picking up what she was throwing down. And her
0: butterfly knife.
1: <laughs> see? Yeah, like like I she, I didn't I didn't know that she had a weapon but she definitely struck me as someone who, <laughs> who might have some exotic cutlery at home. So I I can
0: picture you with a thug, man. I really can. I, Not that your so, wife is a thug, but no, I can no, picture no, no, you. No, 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 but what? I
1: often I often dream about that. There's this uh there's this dominatrix that yeah. that comes on the I would be such a good you would. husband to a dominatrix right
0: you'd be a good submissive
1: no it's not yes. that
0: yes it is it's okay let's it's, it's a safe space
1: no it's funny though i just know that i would be that she'd be like you know i just spend all day with like whips and vomit and blood and i just like coming home to you and just having a cup of tea and putting all that be behind me like oh, i actually God. i actually picture myself bringing out this woman's mild side
0: yeah, see, you you're you're a you're a project manager. You wanna you wanna heal. You're like the one who's driving along the Pacific Coast Highway and you see a girl who's just kind of out there thumbing no, it. You know, a I hitchhiker, was. and she's I just was. you snatch no, I, her up and you put her I, in your Subaru.
1: I, there used to be a space for for people troubled women in my metaphorical Subaru, and it took me a long time. But thank God, this is why people can't get married when they're too young. I know it works out for some people.
0: You gotta I, I, wait.
1: Every time you say it, somebody will say, I met my wife when I was 18, and I'm so glad that we're just 10 extra years that we get to be together. Like, I know that it happens, and that's and that's wonderful if it works out for you, but... Uh,
0: it happens in six towns in America that have a population of 300 or less. You
1: not, you're not you not thinking with your heart when you're 18. You're almost like playing with your, like, neuroses.
0: Yeah, or, or just, it's play. It's really just, everything's play. You're just trying shit out. oh. Mm. I'll make my hair purple today. No, I'll quit my job. I'm not gonna pay rent. Like you just you just make dumb decisions and you don't even consider what's beyond those decisions. Like getting hey, married.
1: Can't. Right, exactly. Which is fine. Getting married is pretty meaningless when it comes down to it, just as long as you don't have kids.
0: As long as you don't have kids and as long as you don't have, like, you know, some wild trust fund that you don't know how to protect or just as long as you don't have, you know, you're not married to somebody who's kind of murderous or, you know, which can swing both ways. And I I beg to differ that I think women are probably much better murderers. We just haven't been caught. Did somebody just fall down and hit their head on on cement? Most likely, yeah. Okay. Um, I just think that there's all types of, you know, dynamics in the relationship that can make it go pretty bad. There are
1: precious few female serial killers is it because that they're not i'm not trying to be sexist but is it because they aren't physically capable of pulling it off so they're just like ah that'd be great lord knows i'd love to string up 10 or 15 people but i I, but you know i'm gonna get overpowered
0: i don't know judging by the sound of your daughter in the background i think you got a successful one on your hands that you're growing i don't know what that demon growl was
1: she's got moxie i put something up on my instagram she's just sitting around the other day going die
0: die Die. (laughs) did you show that to jason jason probably loved that
1: (laughs) that's it's just another day around here
0: i you know i i had this joke i was developing about female serial killers and i think i think there's just as many of us you just we're better at hiding you haven't caught us well we're better at cleaning up
1: Joking aside, oh, I see. But joking aside, like they would, it would maybe women would be better at not getting caught, but I don't think they're so good that they could get away with not at least having their murders linked. Like that the authorities would know that there's one at large. Why isn't there maybe a a female serial killer that just kills
0: chicks? Uh, Maybe there is. I mean, maybe there is one out there. We don't know. We don't know. There could be. I mean, I, I think the problem with women is that we, we love too much. <laughs> I, we, we just love too much. We don't have as, as much uh, murder in us. But then, you know, you look at bitches like Carol Baskin, and she's tossing her husband in the meat grinder, and then you're like, well, maybe we do have it in us. I think it's just a matter of equality and us feeling confident enough to feel like we can also be good serial killers.
1: That's right. We don't encourage girls enough.
0: No, we're when they're we're little, told that we can't do it.
1: So girls are just like, I'm feeling really stabby. Oh, but I could. I could look at this. Look at this Zodiac killer. I could never do
0: that. I'm not as good I as should, him. I should.
1: I should probably just open a cupcake shop or something.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna sew. I'm gonna sew. I'm just gonna sew. Even though you know, she, that's what she does. She likes using sharp things, and instead of sewing skin, which is what she really wants to do, she's sewing dresses, and she's not living to her full potential. Women, this is the problem. Women need to realize that our full potential is just on the other side of this whole equality trash. If we okay. could just become equal, we can be also realize our ability to be a good serial killer.
1: Wait, so wait, say that again? What, what do women? Where do women need to get? I get the serial killer. Bit.
0: I think women, our problem mm-hmm. is this whole equality thing. And we've been told that we're not equal. And once we realize that we are, we can become the serial killers that we were meant to be. And we wouldn't kill innocent girls like you freaks. We would get people who deserved it, like our touchy uncles and guys who linger too long. You know, the ones who put our hands on their on their hard dicks. We're going to get those, not just girls uh, on their boy. way to school.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of due for like a like a real like good high profile solid gimmick serial killer. Hell
0: yeah, I googled it, man. There's only like,
1: there's quite a few. F- there's quite there's a few operators. There's no, four. There's no, 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 no. There's more than that.
0: Listen, throughout history, there's only been like four notorious quote unquote notorious serial killers, and they're not even good. Their numbers are low. There was like one woman in the early 1800s who like killed her husband and one other guy and then there was like one other chick who maybe killed a couple we're only we're we're in the the single digits then there's eileen warnos she was just getting rid of perverts is that a serial killer or is that just like doing some house cleaning of america just taking out the trash thank you so there aren't any women there hasn't been any women out there with the numbers we need like the championship numbers we need to even get on the board that's the problem
1: Okay, so according to some dumb show on A and E, there are currently about two thousand serial killers at large on the loose, plotting their next victim in the U.S. right now. How that's many? That's not.
0: That's not a real number. That's what? What show said that? Two uh, thousand.
1: Like, good luck sleeping tonight. <laughs>
0: Is that the acronym for our podcast? Does that work? <laughs> Clap. Good luck sleeping tonight. It's an acronym. That doesn't match. Shh. Just shh. Sh. Don't look into it too much. Shh,
1: and sh- now I see here, modern life has made it easier for serial killers to thrive. Because I think we'd no. all generally be under the impression that it used to be, I mean, so much easier. You just like, just make sure you don't like leave your your passport at <laughs> that house on your way out and you'll probably be okay.
0: Yeah, I think it, it's, I, I i heard that there's somewhere between like 90 to 100 people in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about worldwide. I'm talking about yeah. the whole country that are like quote unquote active serial killers. I heard this on a podcast, so I don't know. I, I don't know the, the validity of it. I think it was mm-hmm. like Science Versus, which is a really fun podcast. They basically debunk things with science you know, like people saying there's 2,000 serial killers in the country. That's right. a or, lot. Or,
1: or you, you eat 90 spiders per year. Yeah, I mean,
0: who's... At, by the way, how would that even be counted? Who, is, did someone poop and there's like, oh, there, there's eight legs in my turd. How would you even know you ate a spider? Can you tell me that? Like, honestly?
1: Good point. Good point.
0: That's right. Uh, who's, 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 who's checking that?
1: That's not a job.
0: It's not a job. Nobody's got that job. All of this shit is just to fill us with fear. It's all about fear. There's 2,000 serial killers. (gasps) I got to buy a home security system. You eat eight spiders a night. Let's say there's... (laughs) You eat eight
1: (laughs) spiders every day, bro. It's true. It's true.
0: Dude, you you swallow six murder hornets every Tuesday.
1: It's just that's the way it is. I, it's I something to that. do
0: with like the northern hemisphere when it faces the sun. It's just a, it's science.
1: So let's say there's 100 serial kill- serial killers working right now, fully operational. How many would you guess are women?
0: Uh, less than five percent.
1: And, and why is that?
0: There's more men in the world.
1: I don't <laughs> actually think that's true.
0: <laughs> no, but I said it with such conviction. You weren't sure. <laughs>
1: Well, no, 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 no. I was trying to figure out how to tell you just how radically wrong you are. I, for some weird reason, oh, I know the reason why. I think that the the population it, it t- tends to work itself out to where there's like like fifty one or fifty two percent females.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: I think because because uh, guys can keep on you know procreating with all different you know as many different women as they care to, and we'll let them, but. <laughs> But there's only so many available wombs at a given time. So there needs to be a slightly right. more... There's a limitation
0: to the wombs for sure. There definitely is a limitation to that. But I yeah. think the reason why um, a majority are men is because of the nature of a man. I mean, 90% of the world's homicide is caused by men. And this is a, this is a number that I've looked up. Right. 90% of the world's homicide... Ninety percent is caused by you dudes, not us, you. Right, so you okay. tell me why you're out there killing bitches. <laughs> why are you guys doing it?
1: I wonder what it's like in like all female situations. I'm trying to think. The only two that I can really think of would be like a like a female boarding school. Right. And like a convent.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: Cause nuns are are like low-key satanic
0: yes well it's a it's an addiction and it's a it it can be cultish you know when on the other side of religion it can get a little creepy a little deepy and creepy in there yeah you're either dealing with the wild witchy nun or just like a sex-deprived dude
1: there's a A more low-key scandal that has never really gotten the, the press with uh, you know, in addition to the the clergy abuse from men in the Catholic Church, there's some really creepy stuff if you look it up with, uh, with nuns. And not so much sexual stuff, but like there's a story that starts a very well-known article written in a very prestigious Boston Globe or something like that. And it basically starts with like a kid comes flying out like a third-story window of an orphanage.
0: Okay, that's the beginning of the movie Omen.
1: And then you look up and the nuns just like kind of like, oh, you're right. It is Omen. Yeah. But there's something ju- that I, I watched Omen recently. <laughs> I swear to God, though, I'm going to find. The, <laughs> I'm going to find the link, though. It may have even been based on it. There's something we really, can't really. Trust, creepy.
0: We can't trust your facts. You're getting your facts from horror movies, Tully. Okay, I want to. Can I tell you this one bit of information? I know we have to go, but it's. We got
1: to go, and then I'm going to tell you about the family that met a Sasquatch in Washington State and actually just brought him home and he lived with them. It would have been fine if it weren't for the the meddling neighbors.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one fact before we go. One fact. That Men tend to hunt their victims Who are often strangers to them And female serial killers Tend to gather their victims Targeting people who they know Often for financial gain We're just smarter You guys are just hunting for for game We're hunting for gain
1: Solid, you go girl
0: I'm the poor girl's life coach, bitch If you need a Roth IRA plan Just kill your uncle
1: I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna find that link because you're right. It is the Damien movie, but it's also a thing that really happened. It's not. We gotta go. No, it is. It is. It is. Figure um, out what
0: clap means, please.
1: Okay, we will speak in a week.
0: Maybe if you're lucky, if I haven't killed you.
1: Jesse May Peluso.
0: Tully.